Welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show was created with the intention of helping others to heal themselves. You will hear me spotlight amazing souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own unique way. You may also hear me follow up with a guest I have hypnotized on an online edition of Love from the Hip, which is available on YouTube. Together, we can all make a difference, and it begins with love. Love from the Hip. Alan Watts, a British philosopher, writer, and speaker, is best known for his interpretation of Eastern philosophy. Although he was raised Christian, received his master's degree from seminary, and functioned as a chaplain at the University of Chicago, he also had a strong admiration for Buddhism and became a member of the Buddhist Lodge at the young age of 16. There he met many spiritual teachers and scholars who helped shape his countless ideas. In the early 60s, Watts began traveling to universities across the U.S. and Europe, conducting talks sharing his interpretations on Eastern thought. He became a counterculture celebrity with many followers as well as critics. He also became the most important interpreter on Eastern thoughts in the Western world. He left behind around 25 books, including his most popular, The Way of Zen, and nearly 400 talks which carry on his legacy to this day. In one of his profound talks, Watts describes the mystical experience as nothing other than becoming aware of your true physical relationship to the universe. He goes on to say that you will be extremely surprised by the feeling that underneath everything that goes on in this world, the fundamental thing is a state of unbelievable bliss. This bliss is used to describe the universe, and understanding your place in it and relative to it is really just letting go and being a part of it. Watts explains, we're all in this great stream of change, which we call life. We are the stream. If you imagine you are separate from the stream and you are being carried along by it as if you were a cork, then that's a delusion because you're a wave of the stream itself. Watts says the world is moving through you and that each and every one of us is the eternal universe. The problem is that we haven't been taught this. He explains that our culture and our common sense haven't taught us to feel identical with the universe and instead only allows us to identify with parts of it. Think of how much more carefree we would feel if we were taught to feel and think this way. Imagine how much anxiety, fear, guilt, and helplessness we could shed if we could just let go. Let go of the need to control everything around us and the need to control everything that is happening for us. Human existence, after all, explained by Watts, is spontaneous. He alludes to the Chinese word for nature, zhuzhan, which translates to that which happens by itself which is true, right? Our hair grows by itself, we breathe by ourselves, our hearts beat by itself. They happen spontaneously, and we don't have to control it. Yet when we try to will it, like when we try to go to sleep, we end up not being able to sleep. Watts says if you got to be human, you have to trust yourself to do these things and let it happen by itself. And so the way to become one with the universe is to not try to control it, but rather let go and trust it as you would another. Yet we struggle every day to fight against it, to try to control it, trying so hard to make sense of it, rather than just being satisfied with knowing that we are a part of it and just letting it be. Watts urges you to stop swimming against the torrent and instead turn around and swim with it. Today I have the pleasure of having intuitive healer and spiritual teacher Zach Rader on my show. He will not only be sharing his journey, but also his spiritual teachings of letting go, the mind box theory, breath work, and much, much more. Plus, later on the show, we will be opening up the phone lines as he will offer his spiritual guidance to you. So stick around after this quick break. And when the broken heart... Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Alternative Talk 1150. Talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Today, I have the pleasure of having intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Zach Rader, on my show. 
and he is coming to us via Skype in Sedona, Arizona. Hey, Zach, how are you? I'm really good. Thanks. Thank for, you for having me here. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for joining us. So I want to start off with what is the power of letting go? The power of letting go. Yeah. Um, I loved your Watts. I love the, the Watts quotes that you were bringing up. It's like, um, I would say everything that I come from, it's like the, we were coming from the truth. The, it's like who we really are and not who we think we are. And we, and the more we find and discover that place, you, we find that that place is, is, isn't holding on to anything. You know, it's not in resistance to anything. It's not fighting against anything. It's not protecting against anything. And so that that's our true nature. And uh, these places where we're not in our true nature, you know, the places in our life where we are holding on to things. Mm-hmm. And if we notice in our life the places we are holding on, it's probably also the places that are uh, not working out so well or challenging us or uh, creating pain or suffering in our lives. And so um, it really is. It's like connecting back to our truth, the true part of us that has nothing that it's like that we don't even need to let go because we were never even holding on to anything <laughs> in this place. Okay. That makes sense. Cause we come from nothingness, right? Yeah. 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 So um, do you think then we are our, our greatest obstacle? Uh, greatest obstacle, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 that's a funny question. <laughs> uh, as far, as far as being an obstacle, like, uh, I know that all of our minds come up with that. There must be something in my way to getting to where I'm supposed to be and all of this stuff. And right. truly, what if all of it's just part of the journey, just part of the amazing experience of being here. Mm-hmm. And so I don't see the mind or the ego as an obstacle. It's like, it's almost like it makes this experience even sweeter. It makes it more interesting. It uh, it was a beautiful thing to come in and forget who we are and to experience waking back up to it. Oh, I like that. So you would say then that holding on to these things, though, in these places in our life is kind of how we get ourselves stuck. Yeah. And it's not a, you know, it's not a an awful thing. Like we've all held on to things and, you know, anyone can keep doing it as long as they like as well. It's like, uh, there, there's no report card. There's nothing that at the <laughs> end, it's like you didn't do it right. It's like, what if it was each like part of this experience that we all came here to have? So, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, judgment on the spiritual journey that, Oh my God, I'm still holding on to something. I should get rid of this by now. And it's like, wait a minute. What if you could just love the part of you that's holding on mm. and learn from it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about when you were little and what happened to first shed light on your spiritual gifts. Yeah, well, I came in as a very, you know, realizing now, didn't realize it as much then, but just just very aware, just very uh, open and intuitive. And so that's my experience now. It's like I very much feel, I, I, I feel everybody else. I feel everyone's bodies like they're my own. And before I realized what was going on, that, you know, that, that kind of used to be overwhelming. It's like, I used to think that, that all of that was mine, that, that, that it was all going on with me. And so that was very, mm. yeah, that, that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So very empathic at a very young age. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I had, and then there was like a, a you know, got to a point where I almost like that had to be shut down because it, it was too much. So, mm. um, you know, I know people often will kind of assume that, that, that they cut themselves off or that they shut themselves off. And I don't know if I agree with that one because mm-hmm. I, I see this universe or this experience that's never giving us more than we can handle. You know, it's always, it's always meeting us where we're at. And so mm-hmm. it's like if we're having a... If, if something would be too much, if something would just be absolutely not, not able to be handled, it's, it's kind of like it would, it would shut down. And so it's, if we're personalizing, if we're taking all of these things, all of these feelings and everything personal, if it's like, if we're going to own everything that we see and feel and, and hear, if we're going to take that all on and, and have to do something with that, mm-hmm. it's almost like a kindness that, that maybe our senses would dull or maybe we're maybe our awareness wouldn't be as, as, uh, as open as it was before. Mm. It's, almost, often... oh, go ahead. Go ahead. it's almost very overwhelming. 
Yeah, yeah. And so, so I've always, I've always seen that there's like a, there's this beautiful scale. It's like, we could call it like the judgment and awareness scale. It's like, well, if, if you're already judging everything in your life right now, then turning your awareness up 10 times is not going to, not going to be fun at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, <laughs> but, and then on the other side, then we find that the more, the more that we open up, the more we come into allowance of our life, it's like intuition and awareness just naturally increases. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at what point did you feel comfortable with your gifts? Oh, that's, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't, I don't think there's ever going to be a, you know, it's not like, um, not, not necessarily ever like it's going to be super comfortable, like a, like a menial task or something that we just do every day. It's like, it's not like brushing our teeth because mm-hmm. our gifts, our gifts are always opening up. It's like they're, it's kind of like, as soon as you think you get it, then <laughs> you're probably ready for more. And so there's not necessarily ever a, a comfortable place to get with it, but there's also, but there's a peace and allowance of this, of this ever unfolding thing. Yeah. So, okay. That makes sense. So did you feel then that you had more spiritual experiences as you did more healing with others? For sure. I think that was, that was definitely a part of my path. Like that was part of the experience that I was put into that, yeah, kept giving me experiences over and over that, that just were, were always serving me. I can't tell you how many clients that I've seen that was like, wow, I, I feel like I owe them money because... <laughs> I had a profound experience from their session or I opened up something or I saw something new or I awakened something about myself in the session. So, right. uh, that was very much a part of my experience. Okay. Um, I have, it's, I have good friends who it, it's kind of like whatever our path is like mine just happened to be part of the, to, to be a healer. And you know what, the, the lumberjack or the, you know, a- anything else, it's like all of the other ones. It's like the, they're, they're these perfect experiences, always, always giving us exactly what we need. Okay. And you said to me early that, earlier that you don't need to understand it to believe it. Yeah. And so this is something that you've learned. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not even believe. I, I, I remind everyone that, uh, that we have this mind, and this mind, it, it's a wonderful mind, but it's limited. You know, it, it, it needs beginnings and endings. It, it, it can't understand something that has no beginning and no end. So it can't understand infinite. And so who we really are, what we really are, cannot be understood or defined. Mm. And so, again, if we, and if we look at our lives, it's like, okay, who you really are is, is bigger than your mind can understand. If we look at anyone, like the, the places that they're suffering or the places that the that they're running into pain in their lives. It's, it's often just this, this experience of trying to stuff ourselves into this idea of who we think we are. Mm, okay. Well, hey, Zach, I hate to interrupt, but we're going to have to go to a quick break. And remember, if you would like to call in after the break and get some spiritual guidance from Zach and you're feeling stuck, you can call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt, 
or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Taking care of your skin's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Left from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget this show airs right here on KKNW every Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m. Today I have the pleasure of having intuitive healer and spiritual teacher Zach Rader on my show. And he is coming to us via Skype in Sedona, Arizona. And remember, if you are feeling stuck right now in your life, and feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So hey, Zach, before the break, you were jumping into your principles and teachings on the mind. Can you talk about your box theory for us? I can, yes. Um, so, so I was saying before, it was like we, we have a mind that can't comprehend or understand who we are. And it's where we find ourselves. It's like where we're trying to like, fit ourselves into. It's like how much, how much do you understand about yourself? We could, we could ask everybody that question. It's like how much do you understand about yourself? Mm-hmm. Most people think, most people probably could write a book yeah. about, about themselves. It's like, this is who I am. This is, this is what's happened to me. This is what I am capable of. This is what I'm not capable of. This is why I can't have this because I went through this on and on and on and on. And it's like when we really start to, to, to unwrap those, when we really start to look at those, it's like none of those are true. It's like this was created by by a mind that doesn't understand who you are. Hmm. And so I always see like my experience is consciousness is always inviting us to wake up. Hmm. And okay. so where we're trading in that that knowing, that infiniteness, that connectedness for for the understanding. Again, it's like the the mind understands that we're separate. The mind understands that we're not enough, that we're incomplete. And so who you really are is, uh, you know, is so much bigger than that. And then we're trying to stuff ourselves into, I'm not good enough. It's like, that has to hurt. Mm-hmm. That has to, that has to, to backfire on us. It's like, you you keep telling that story long enough and it gets more and more and more painful. And that's not a bad thing. That's a beautiful thing. It's like, you don't fit into that story. If you try and put on, you know, if you try and put on shoes that are too small, it's like those shoes are going to really hurt eventually Right. Just just like all of these misunderstandings uh, about who we are. And so, um, you know, anybody that is uh, that's really connected to a spiritual experience or um, a really moment of presence, all the all the different ways, it's like uh, you understand there, there's no words for it. There's no describing it. It does not fit. It does not translate into um, mm. cognitive thought. OK, so it doesn't have to be described doesn't have to be explained. Yeah. And, and if we look at it, it's like the, you know, the spiritual teachers who got it, they were, it's like we were, they were pointing at something, you know, it's like, okay, I can, I can point at something, but, but what, but the words I'm using to point, the the words I'm using to describe it isn't actually what it is. Hmm. Okay. It's like we can, we can point at the sun and call it the sun, but the sun doesn't know itself to be the sun. <laughs> okay. Like that's so, just some words we made up for it. So who understands who you are then? Your consciousness and your soul? Yeah, well, there's a, there's a knowing. There's a, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and we all have that, and we've all been there. So it's like you, you can't knock, it's, it's what's really happening underneath. And so, um, well, yeah, what if you didn't have to have, uh, oh, any words for who you are and what you are and why you're here? 
Mm-hmm. And I still and I still use words and I talk all the time with people. But there is a it's like you've touched the place enough times to where you just know it's like like the words again, they're just they're tools to point at things, but they're not they can't capture the truth. Okay. So do you so believe we, there's a disconnect then with the mind and, and the body? Uh, is there a disconnect there? Yeah. The illusion of a disconnect. Right. Yeah. So it's to because the mind can't understand. It's like the mind can't understand oneness. And so it has to compartmentalize. It has to it has to create this thing. And yet on the other side, there's also a part of you that's like even the mind, that the mind is a part of all of this as well. Mm-hmm. So, so, so go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. So what do you tell people that get caught up in their mind? I mean, because that's that's how we have to be here sometimes, right? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we a lot lots of tools lots of tools i work with people to do that you know one is just one is checking the mind is is interrupting it because notice how no matter what's happening no matter where you're at there's a probably the, the mind has some story about all of it mm-hmm. and so i love the question what if this isn't true mm-hmm. you know even it's like having a feeling or an emotion it's like one of the one of the one of the things i'm always walking people through is uh you know, it's like the, these emotions are coming up, um, these experiences, uh, feelings. It's like they have such power. There's so much healing in there, but we don't necessarily we don't re- necessarily really take advantage of them because we instead of feeling them, we think we're feeling them. And mm. so instead of being with this experience in my body, uh, the mind is like, oh, I know what that is. That's sadness. And I must be sad because of and it just figures something out to uh, point it at. And it's so good at doing this hmm. it's instantly mind can come up with a story for anything <laughs> and so the mind is like oh yeah this is sadness and i must be sad because of and it uh finds something to blame it on hmm. whereas i always give people this tool um you know oftentimes after work or workshops there's there's more emotions coming up for the next week and so i always uh, give people this tool what if this doesn't mean what i think it means hmm. and it's opportunity to oh, we'll set the story aside and I get to just really it's like I really get to be open and present and uh, explore this experience in a new way instead of the way that I always do it because you'll notice it's like the more you have something figured out it's almost like the more disconnected from from our body from this present moment is it's like there's always a disconnection in the breath there's always a tension in the body mm-hmm. we're thinking instead of present so it's almost like we're acting out of experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You, you tell you tell your um, you, the people that come to your workshops to ask, what if this isn't true? And what if this doesn't mean what I think it means? What else do you tell them to ask? Uh, those, those are good ones. I mean, I was given a long, I used to be a very analytical person mm-hmm. back in the day. And when, when I first started my healing practice and, and I, I was given, it was like, guidance just came in and told me if you can understand it that's not it and so that was a a mantra of mine for a while because I I thought I had figured everything out and then I started started really really doing that I was like wait every time that I actually like acknowledge that this might not be what I think it is that this might not be what I understand it to be it's like when I set that down for a moment it's like there's there's some space there's some peace there's some openness that happens and so um, you know, all, all the different ways that we can do that. But, uh, you know, the, the main tools, my favorite two tools in the world are, are our breath and our relaxation. Okay. First of all, you, you can only do both of those right now. You can't take a breath yesterday and you can't relax tomorrow. And so the, the breath is so powerful. It's I'm a huge fan of the breath, um, for so many reasons, but, but, you know, I notice when when uh, when I'm speaking to someone, it's like anytime, anytime like someone's getting close to to an opening to something new to some new possibility in their life. It's like if the mind is running the show, it's almost like it 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 keeps us away from that, and so it holds the breath, it disconnects, it uh, you know has some tactic to get away from. Wait, if you really feel this, if you really open up to this, if you really step into this, things are going to change. Yeah. Okay. 
That's awesome. Uh, well, I don't mean to interrupt you, and I want to jump back into your breathwork workshops for sure. But we're going to have to take a quick break. But remember, if you would like to call in after the break and get guidance from Zach, you can call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. On this weekly skinny, I would like to discuss one of the latest trends from Korea called glass skin. What exactly happens in a glass skin facial treatment? This 90-minute treatment begins with breathing therapy during a relaxing head massage. Then it continues with a double cleansing of the skin, chemical exfoliation, extractions, calming mask with a cold mist, a luxury serum, detox face massage, a diamond mask, and a shoulder massage. Of course, all of these steps will help to brighten and illuminate the skin, but the diamond mask definitely brings about the glass appearance. Reason being, it has diamond mica and hyaluronic acid in it. When you combine diamond powder and mica on the surface of the skin, you will get a blurring effect. The combination will reflect and bounce light, manipulating it to even out skin tone, and creating a youthful effect by disguising fine lines and wrinkles. Combine that with hyaluronic acid, which is found naturally in your skin, and you'll get the added boost of hydration and instant plumping effect. So is it really the facial itself that is giving one this glass effect, or should we put our money on the mask? Of course, the mask would not be able to work its magic or penetrate as deeply without the step of exfoliation. The cost of these glass facials in Korea are comparable, if not below, the average price of a facial here in the U.S. Koreans look at facials as more of maintenance and maintaining skin health and get them more frequently. Conversely, Americans get them less frequently and view them as more of an indulgence. There are quite a few over-the-counter diamond masks on the market, and maybe it's worth a try. One that is available at Ulta and Mimi Box and on Amazon is called I Do Care Disco Kitten. It is an illuminating diamond peel-off mask. If glass skin is what you are looking to achieve, maybe this product is the one to try in lieu of going to Korea, since this product line itself was founded in Seoul in 2012. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more. Sakura Skin and Mind.com. S A K U R A Skin and Mind. Com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150KKNW. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And feel free to email me, sakura at lovefromthehip.com, with your comments, your criticisms, your questions, and well wishes. I would love to know how I'm doing. Today, I have the pleasure of having intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Zach Rader, on my show. And he is coming to us via Skype in Sedona, Arizona. And remember, if you are feeling stuck right now in life, feel free to call for some free spiritual guidance from Zach, 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, Zach, before the break, we were touching on breath work. Yes. And you conduct a lot of breath work workshops? I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, that, that's one of the... Uh, several breath practices. Again, the, the breath is such a, a powerful tool. You know, uh, as you know, it's uh, it's the bod one bodily function that we can do unconsciously or consciously. So it's often, it is an incredible link. Um, it's so amazing at, at unwinding things. And it's also the, when we're connecting consciously, it's the, it, it brings us into, into a present state, into right here. Mm. And so right here is the only thing that's happening. Uh, everything else, everything outside of that is, is an idea. It's a memory or it's imagination. And so um, I always remind everyone, it's, it, is the, it is our presence that heals. And so, again, all of these, all of these conditions in our life, whether it's a disease, whether it's uh, our finances driving us crazy or, or our relationship, all they're ever asking for is our presence. You know, and, and and the mind isn't going to go to presence with that. It's like the mind is like, I don't like this. How do I figure this out? And so uh, another thing I've said so often is, you know, it's like trying to heal is in the way of healing. Hmm. And 
it's like no the 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 healing the condition whatever the whatever is going on is asking for us to to be present with it to open up to it to breathe with it you know to connect with it instead of turn it into that this is a, this idea that this is a problem that this shouldn't be here that um, I should be someplace else than where I am right now right and like I said earlier as Watts was talking about you know every time you try to go to sleep it doesn't happen yeah, totally <laughs> yeah. So yeah. do you also feel like it gives people a sense of ownership in their healing with the breath yeah, work? Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, I, several powerful practices that I teach or that I take people through. And it's it's really like exploring this connection. I, I often will begin a workshop. It's like we all get that the breath is a physical thing and that it's very important and we can't go very long without it. But but when you really start to explore the the breath and some of these practices it's like it can um you know miracles mm-hmm. uh miracles every, every time every every single workshop uh, many people describe some of the most profound experiences of their lives whether it was whether it was a profound awareness or realization or maybe you know may, maybe something in their body shifted or maybe they had an out-of-body experience or a very spiritual experience and it's like just from uh, from connecting to our breath and and I love that uh, we, when we spoke earlier it was like I loved that as a healer because now no one's telling me that I healed them anymore <laughs> because uh, other people don't heal other people it's like all, all healing comes from our own connection to our own truth right okay yeah and that that really helps with the transformation yeah. So is would you also consider that a lot of people have awakenings at the breathwork workshops? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. That's pretty, pretty. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> and you believe that people have more than one awakening, correct? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I like to open up that term. It's like, you know, everyone's chasing like I'm ready for my my awakening or my my enlightenment. And and it's a funny concept. It's another it's another word. It's another concept created by our mind that that thinks that there's some place to get to, that mm. that there's some, some finish line to cross. Because no matter what it is, no matter what awakening would be for each one of us, or no matter what the enlightenment would be for each one of us, it's like as soon as you get there, you notice that you can open up even more, that you can enlighten even more or awaken even more. And so, so I often speak about awakening. Uh, they can be very small. It's like just, you know, a little like, why we just, again, we just got something in a new way. We just, maybe, maybe we just uh, connected to something deeper in ourselves. Maybe we realized an awakening to like, hey, this isn't working for me anymore. And so I let go of it. Mm-hmm. And so we could call an awakening as, as simple as that. It's like, it's, it's a change. It's a greater awareness of, of the experience we're having. Hmm. All the way up to like, um, you know, to, to the to the big ones that people have heard of and and many people have had that of you know that time where nothing will ever be the same again. Right, and I almost feel like illness. You can have an awakening there because that I happened think, to me. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think that's what if that's what illness is for. Right. So aside from breath work, how else do you help people facilitate awakenings? How else do I, but there's, there's things that I probably don't have words for. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Again, it's like, it's such a powerful, it's a, we could say that that each one of us is, is such a gift and so powerful to everyone around us. It's like when we're connected to presence. And so if you are, are sitting fully in presence and, and with someone connecting to somebody, it's almost like they can't help. It's almost that it's like that energy, that reminder of who they really are. Well, e- either that will invite there, that'll invite things to come up in them. You know, mm-hmm. that might start challenging emotions that might start challenging belief systems, which is part of healing uh, or or maybe they have to get up and run out of the room because they're it's not time yet or they're, they're not ready to look at something or, or any of that. So, mm-hmm. so I, I definitely, I get to sit with a lot of people and, and hold a lot of space for people and, and watch what happens. Okay. So what was one of your most remarkable awakenings? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, we about <laughs> this before, and, when, and then I'd say it probably had like a handful of like of major, you know, incredible ones. Uh, the one that's coming up right now is, you know, in the the most spiritual place, which is the uh, the parking lot of a Chipotle, uh, going to get lunch. <laughs> okay. And, and I, I pull. I, I pulled up in my car and uh, all of a sudden I got hit with, um, you know, I got off a conversation a little earlier. I, I, I'm sitting in the parking lot and was going to go get lunch. And all of a sudden it's like overwhelming emotion started coming up. It's like sadness, despair, depression. It's like all of this, all of the emotions that I didn't want to deal with. It's like they all hit me at once. Uh, it was pretty overwhelming. Um, you know, not, not, not the funnest place. I would have done anything I could to get out of that. And eventually it's like the, the fighting against it, the, the trying to control it, doing anything I could. And, and eventually it was like, I couldn't do it anymore. And I just had to give up. I had no idea. It was almost like a, to, to stop fighting these emotions or to stop being with this, these emotions like I had always been. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I, I didn't know if I was going to exist. Mm. Wow. And so... So it was like, so it was almost like fighting for my life because it was like, it was too much emotion to be with and I couldn't, and I was trying to control it. There was a voice that was saying, just let go. And I was arguing with it. (laughs) And uh, all of a sudden it said, just give up. And I was like, okay, uh, this might be the end. And what was so beautiful is all of these, these emotions of, of sadness and despair and depression. It was like they they became the most beautiful things that I'd never seen before. I realized that that sadness has never hurt. Sadness was never miserable. What was so, what made sadness so not fun was what, the way I was being with it was my judgments of it, was my separation from it, was my trying to control it. As soon as I got to have sadness as as just a frequency, as just an experience, it was it was so incredibly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so it's just part of the, uh, it's like, the, you know, if we if we call an emotion negative emotion, as long as we're interacting with it in that space, it's like we're automatically going to be fighting it and, and protecting from it and uh, trying to control it. And it's like that's what's miserable yeah. is trying to tell something that's meant to be here that it's not supposed to be here. Yeah, that completely makes sense. Well, thanks for sharing that. Well, hey, Eric, do we have time to take a caller? All right. So, Zach, we're going to take Aaron from Bellevue. Aaron, are you there? I am. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling. So what is your question for Zach? This sounds just perfect. I I am actually at a real crossroads in my life. I quit my job a few months ago, and I think I'm going to do an about-face in life um, and just completely, something completely different, but I really don't know what that is. So I'd love some kind of uh, guidance or reading in that respect. Yeah, totally. Well, take a deep breath in. So one of the uh, one of the things that I love too is um, thank you for for following your knowing. It's like you know what I know that it's time to change things, and one of the experiences that that I think that we all get to have probably many times is uh, you'll know that it's time to let go of something, but you don't necessarily but you don't necessarily have the guidance that it's time to replace it with anything yet, and so it's a profound teacher of patience and. Aaron, if you, if you know, sometimes we we're in that space and it's like, okay, I quit my job. got to find a new job or got to, got to find a new thing. Got to find, oh, okay, what am I going to do with my life right now? And so I love the question. I love this question. And like, is it time to know this right now? You know, because we can spend, we can be in something. I don't know how many people I've sat with. It's like, I got to figure this out in a week. Like I have to have something new going on or whatever. And then we're talking like four months later and it's like, uh, I guess you didn't need to have it figured out in a week because you went four months and you're still fine. And so there's this very powerful place. It's like there, there's a patience in, in these transitions where it's like, wait a minute, is it time to know this yet? And uh, what, what, Aaron, when you when you tap into that, it's like, hey, is it is it time to know what what it's what's next? What I'll be doing now? I feel like it's not. <laughs> what you're yeah. saying is exactly right. I yeah. yeah. I'm following and, the breadcrumbs, but I don't know if it's time to exactly know yet. Yeah, and so give yourself that. It's like, wait, it's not time to know. Let yourself off the hook, because your mind is like, okay, we got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. But it's kind of like, 
um, you know, it's like it's waiting for it to snow in summertime, maybe. It's like, when is the snow going to be here? When is the snow going to be here? And it's snow's not going to be here for four or five months. <laughs> you can torture yourself every day looking for it. Or we can be like, wait a minute, today, it's not time to snow yet. And so I'm going to be with today. I'm going to be with what's going on right now. Right now, I can let myself off the hook. There's nothing that I need to know about this. That's great, Zach. Any any advice in, in uh, conveying that to family and friends? <laughs> <laughs> That's the next beautiful part of the teaching. And it's like, you know what? Nobody understands what you're doing anyway. So exactly. let them. It's like, you know what? It, and here's the thing. It's like, if I can't truly understand me, if I can't fully get me, like, well, how could I possibly think that somebody else can? And so we'll, we'll let them. Like, they want to be upset. I like saying that, with, like, with family, with stuff like that, it's like, you know, well, anytime we're dealing with egos, it's like egos are always looking for something to be upset about. Uh, you know, sometimes we get to just make it easy on them. I got something easy. Here you go. <laughs> All right. Does that answer your question, Aaron? It does. That's really helpful. Thank well, you so much. Yeah. Thanks for calling. And hopefully you notice it's like for and everyone, that, that's probably, I'm sure many people could relate to that too. And it's like, wait a minute, it's not time to know. And there's usually a relief in that. It's like there's an openness in that. It's like there's a, a spaciousness to that. And it's like, that's that's one of the ways that, that you know that it's true. It's like, okay, when, when we connect to truth, there's... It's like there, there's a feeling, there's an experience to it. And it's like, wait, yeah, it was so stressful. It was so overwhelming to try to be figuring this out every day. And I realized it wasn't time to figure anything out. And peace. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. Thank you. Well, thank you, Zach, for taking that call. Yeah. And everyone stick around. We're going to have to take a quick break. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Next week on Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. Can holding a grudge actually work in your favor? Author Sophie Hanna says yes. It may even protect and inspire you and make you more forgiving. Hear why and how to hold a grudge from resentment to contentment. The power of grudges to transform your life. Tune in Mondays at noon Pacific time and Fridays at 6 a.m. Catch up on podcasts at conversationslive.net. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425 754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way for just $65. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206 730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com.
giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love from the Hip, and that's HYP. Today, I have the pleasure of having intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Zach Rader, on my show. And he is coming to us via Skype in Sedona, Arizona. So, Zach, before our break, you took a call from Erin, right? And she was in a crossroads in her life. And you consider that being in her mind, right? Uh, which part are you? Just being in a crossroads when we feel this urge to, like, have to do something now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we could, we could say our, our mind is always at a crossroads. <laughs> okay. So, so sometimes bigger than others. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But you also said, I, you touched on something which was great. Um, when you connect to the truth, it's easy. Yeah. 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 And, and so, and we all, and we all have that. We're all connected to the truth. We're all so intuitive and aware. And um, I, I remind people, it's like, it's, it's not coming from the mind. It's, the mind is not intuitive and aware. The mind is a computer. And so um, our intuition doesn't necessarily speak English and it often doesn't. Mm. And so we hear, you know, we hear people talking about it. I think everyone in the world has said this many times, like, oh, I just knew I was supposed to be there. Or I just knew to, I just knew to do that. Or I just knew not to do that. It's like, how'd you know? I don't know. I just knew. And it was like, this is that, whether we call it a gut feeling or our heart or, or our soul, like whatever, whatever we want to use the words for that. It's like, everybody knows, but here's our intuition doesn't necessarily tell us it doesn't give us any uh, any answers. It doesn't tell us the, what's going to happen or any of that. It's like it just says yes or no. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell you what's going to happen or why or what or, or what it's going to lead to. And so that's where the mind, you know, the mind that's always trying to figure all of that out is always jumping in on that. Yeah. So really, I mean, when people are creating all this friction in their lives, you know, trying to save a relationship maybe that isn't working out or trying to keep a job that they're completely unhappy in, what do you say to that? Yeah, well, I I invite everyone like, okay, you're not you're not happy at your job. I would say that's probably a huge percentage of people. Mm-hmm. And part of that is, uh, you know, if we get if we get simply to it, uh, if someone's if we don't have a long time, I'll just be like, okay, let's check in with your intuition. Is it time to leave this job today? And either it is, and then you leave the job, or either it isn't, and so okay, well, it's not time to leave this job. And so that means it's time to be here. Why don't you start like being here fully? Mm. Because so many people are like one foot in and one foot out. Is it time to leave this yet? And it's like anything that you're not there fully, you're not going to enjoy anymore. It's like you're, it's not going to work for you, whether it's your relationship and you're one foot in, one foot out or your job. It's like, if you're not there fully, you're not going to enjoy it no matter what it is. And so two funny things happen either they start really loving and enjoying their job. It's like, wow, all these new possibilities are opening up. Everyone's treating me differently. And it's like, yeah, well, that's because you're there. Right. Or, or they finally f- show up fully there. And, and, then, and, and then they're actually, that was like the completion. And now they're allowed to leave. And now something new opens up and, and brings them in. And so, hmm. um, so, so that piece, it's like, where, where, are we, where are we kind of there? And, and so our knowing will let us know. It's like, it's not time to leave this yet. And so that, that means it's time. Let's be here. Let's, let's be this fully. And that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And from presence, uh, you know, I don't think there's anything. It's like from, it's like when we're fully connected and, and present, it does not matter what we're doing anymore. It's like, you really get to see that it wasn't about the things. It's like things didn't make you happy. Things didn't make you sad. It was like your connection to you was running all of it. Uh, whether it was, you know, we're, we're, if we could talk about happiness and sadness, it's like everyone thinks happiness is better. And it's like, no, you're just more open and connected because you've accepted happiness. And if you have the story that sadness is bad and you're closed off to it, that's why you enjoy that one less. It's like if you opened up to happiness, if you opened up to sadness the same amount that you're open and happiness, you'd enjoy both of them equally. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Is that something that you teach in your workshops? 
Yeah, that sounds like something that would happen in a workshop. <laughs> <laughs> so are you still doing um, remote sessions as well as uh, like personal healing sessions? Yeah, still doing still doing phone work. Um, and I, I think this for for however long I, I used to be I used to do like in person on the tables, like energy healing sessions. And those have kind of faded away. And so I, I am still doing stuff on the phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what about workshops and teleclasses? Like, how can my listeners contact you or follow that? Yeah, totally. I have, uh, um, I, I go on the road a lot doing workshops. Uh, I have retreats here in Sedona about four times a year. Um, I know you guys are in Seattle. That's, that is, apt. I love the Pacific Northwest so much and I <laughs> haven't been out there for a little too long. So we're looking at like a late spring, early summertime to, to get back up to that area and have some workshops down there. Oh, and then I also great. do uh, stuff online all the time too. I always, every, um, every two weeks we have a, an event called the harmony series. And, uh, the next one is called your truth, like connecting to your truth. That's happening on, on Monday and they're, uh, they're call in and you also get the recording and there's a meditation that goes with them as well. So those, that's another way to, to play. And what is the website or what's your contact? Uh, the easiest is just my website, which is zachrader.com. Okay. And I should spell that Z-A-C-H-R-E-H-D-E-R.com. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was such an honor. Yeah, I certainly feel way more carefree and relaxed. <laughs> just Beautiful. letting it go, right? <laughs> well, thanks very much. And thanks again to Eric for all his fabulous work. And thank you to the listeners for today. And you can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or on Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love From The Hip, and that's HYP. Remember, if you are interested in being hypnotized in an online edition of Love From The Hip and sharing your experience with listeners later on the air or have any questions or comments, then feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. And tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. for another Love From The Hip and make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya. Peach fuzz is great, if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits, leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind. Erasing wrinkles, one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com.